Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today I'm going to do a little bit of a follow-up to my Black Riddle, uh, Widow review from yesterday. So, for those of you guys, of course, that were not around yesterday or did not see, I have uploaded my Black Widow review, and I wanted to do a follow-up because as I went through my Black Widow review, I kind of realized it was mainly me ranting about Taskmaster, um, and I decided, you know, I, I should probably do a follow-up and talk about some other things in depth with this movie, because, you know, talking about Taskmaster the entire time, while it was probably entertaining, was not the best review that I could have made for the channel. So, here we are, and I'm going to try to do a better job this time of actually going in depth and talking about the movie, um like I used to, and we will touch upon Taskmaster's motives and stuff, um, but we're not gonna be in, like, rant mode today. So, Black Widow's movie is very family-oriented. Now, the main problem I have with this movie is, um, how they go about talking about the character's progression and what she dealt with. Um, one thing I realized after, you know, reminiscing on this movie is that they don't really show a lot of Natasha's uh, trauma from the Red Room. You know, they bring up the whole, you know, taking out, you know, the female reproductive parts at one point of the movie and turn it into a joke where there's a big problem with the MCU pulling their punches in terms of touching on really touchy subjects. I think if Marvel wants to make good, compelling movies, you need to be able to touch upon the harder topics rather than just going around the topics all the time. Because in my opinion, you're not contributing anything good to the story by going around the story. So if you want to do a good job with the story... um you got to actually hit those, you know, really heartfelt, really horrible, horrendous things. Pretty much, you need to hit it right in the chest. If you don't hit it in the chest, um, it's going to be problematic for not only the fans, but, uh, you know, for, for the writing process of the movie. Marvel is too safe in their approaches. Marvel needs to understand that getting dark in your movies when it's needed is completely fine. Talking about and showing what Black Widow had to go through through the uh, Black Widow program is important to her character development by completely you know, going away from that and, and not even really acknowledging, um, you know, what happened to her, you're doing that character a disservice. You're taking that character's origin and you're kind of just spitting it in her face. And this movie is supposed to be about Black Widow. And yet you completely go away from the traumas that she had to deal with. Like, Marvel with their female characters are afraid to give them some sort of either trauma or some sort of obstacle to get over. Now, unlike Captain Marvel, where she just had to get through, you know, some amnesia, um, this movie did at least delve into the family conflict, how they pretended to be a family for three years, and in my opinion, that is very important that they touched upon that, but they could have done it in a better way. I think that that scene that we had should have been expanded upon a little bit more, at least, um, and there's another major glaring problem with this film 
why does Black Widow feel sidelined to me? Why do I feel more like I'm engaged in Yelena than I am Black Widow? In my opinion, Black Widow, Natasha, she should be the character I'm focused on, not her sister. I know they're trying to build her sister up, and they did a good job with that. But this is also supposed to be a film that is a send-off to Black Widow being Natasha. What type of send-off did you do for her? You didn't do anything for Natasha, really. You... You, you know, you brought her in, you gave her a mission, you gave her some, you know, side family plot, but you didn't even go into her backstory in the program and what she had to deal with. The closest thing we got to, you know, dealing with the Red Room was an Age of Ultron. And, um, sorry, I was just, just getting a call mid-podcast. That's always a little bit, uh, annoying. So, yeah, um, you really gotta, you really gotta think about how these characters that we've journeyed with are important to us. And now you're going into a backstory. We're all here to learn more about Natasha, see what she went through to get, you know, more um, personally connected with her character. And instead it just kind of felt like a hollow action movie with some family side plot, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of showing of her backstory in the very beginning of the movie, which was very well done and very enjoyable. But it felt very anticlimactic, this movie did. And, and there, are, there are quite a few reasons this movie, other than Taskmaster, why I rated it a 7.5. Like I said, action scenes are great in this movie. Visuals are great. But the storytelling of Marvel movies today feel vanilla and bland. You see, a long time ago, we were able to forgive a lot of these movies because they were new. They were trying to find their footing. But now Marvel just feels like they're kind of recycling, you know, generic villains. That's another thing I want to touch upon, okay? Not even talking about Taskmaster and how upset I am with that because we already know. Um... We gotta talk about the villains, right? Marvel has a real problem with creating and developing villains. This is important because villains make your or break your movie like the hero. The villain needs to be somebody that is a equal or has a separate mindset compared to the hero. In this movie, we just have a James Bond villain in a flying fortress that wants to take over the world from the shadows. It's very generic. I don't feel anything for the villain. I can't even try to connect with them like I could with like the Vulture or Thanos and at least understand why they're trying to do what they do. Because in this movie, bringing in Taskmaster for a good example, they try to, um, you know, say that, oh, his daughter died, so he's, you know, out for revenge sort of thing, um, but at the end of the day, that's, that's not even close to what's going on. You see, his daughter's actually alive, which absolves Natasha of, like, this one thing in her life being that Budapest mission that we heard about in Avengers 1. Um, this was the mission that, you know, was supposed to be, like, the one thing on her, you know, on her record that she could not get over. And, in my opinion, that's, you know, something that they kind of just, you know, got rid of, like, end of the movie, third act, they went from being like, yeah, Natasha's suffering from this one really shitty thing she did, which was, you know, kill a child as collateral damage, and 
instead of keeping that the way it is, they just reversed and said, oh yeah, by the way, that little girl is Taskmaster. And I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking like, you know, you kill Drakov's daughter and then you bring her back as Taskmaster. So not only did you do a disservice to one of the biggest traumas that Black Widow has, but you also destroyed a character that a lot of people were really excited to see, and you didn't even get the origin story close. So that's kind of the, the two-way street with Black Widow, what they did a disservice to. They did a disservice to Taskmaster, and they also did a disservice to Black Widow and what she did. Now, I yesterday explained briefly what I was really pissed off that with Taskmaster, you could have done the Budapest mission, right? Natasha brings up a friend she used to have in S.H.I.E.L.D. whose name was Tony Masters or Anthony Masters and basically what happens is she explains how Tony was there for her like Clint was to help her become a better person and what happened is when she went to blow up uh, blow up um, Drakov he ended up getting caught in the building and couldn't make it out. So him and Drakov's daughter are presumed dead. And then later in the movie, instead of finding out it's Drakov's daughter, which absolves her completely of something terrible she did in the wrong... Like, that's not the way you want to write it. You can throw Tony Masters in, and then you could have another conflict introduced where she gets not only hurt by the fact that, you know, a little girl was killed because of her, but she sees her best friend, somebody that taught her and helped her to become a better version of herself now is the worst version of himself and sided with the man that destroyed her life and many other girls' lives as Taskmaster with his abilities that he had since birth. And he basically, his, um, he would, of course, because Taskmaster talks, would explain to her, you left me for dead. You were willing to kill me and a child to, you know, go free, to be freed. You're willing to kill one of your best friends and a innocent kid. And not only would this add more of a conflict to Natasha killing Drakov's daughter, a little innocent girl, but on top of that, having a conflict with now having to fight one of her best friends. Now, granted, in and of itself, that will cause its own problems, being like, well, why were we never introduced to Tony Masters? But the reason it can work for this movie in particular is because it is tied into the Budapest mission. Yeah, they would have probably had to film more of actually what happened there, but it would have made it, you know, more worthwhile. It would have made Taskmaster fans happy. It would have done that plot point of killing the little girl serviceable because, you know, it's not like it's just undone at the end and she's still alive. Like, she still has to live with that burden, but then it's all about forgiving herself for something terrible she's done. And then by the end, she could forgive Tony for also doing something terrible in taking money and not only wanting revenge on Natasha, but helping the man that ruined her life and other innocent girls around the world. So, in my opinion, Taskmaster could have been a very integral part to the uh, story and to the conflict, but Marvel Studios in instead decided to do this whole pandering thing 
and just make it the little girl, which in my opinion was a very bad way of writing it. I think that they could have done it like serviceable of Taskmaster and of the main plot. And that's a big problem with the villains. You have a generic villain, then you have a villain that's not even comic book accurate, and then you also have um, a situation of personal guilt with Natasha's inner demons and conflict where you could have made it better and made it more of a, you know, a triumphant moment when she ends up forgiving herself for what she's done um, and being able to move on from that trauma rather than just being like, oh yeah, the little girl's alive, so you're okay. Like, you tried to blow her up, you didn't, but she's alive, it's all good. Um, so definitely villain-wise, that whole plot point, like that whole plot line could have been done so much better. And like I said, Taskmaster being something that could have made that so, uh, sorry, the audio cut it, uh, out there. So I basically said that, uh, Taskmaster could have been something that could have made that villain storyline, uh, a lot better. But ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you for this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed and I will catch you all in the next one.